0: Hi there and welcome to New Idea Royals, the only podcast that takes you behind the scenes of palace life. I'm Rebecca Hyde and joining us today is Royal expert and commentator Angela Mollard. Hello Angela, and great to have you back. Hi, how are you, Bec? Yes, I'm good. Harry and Meghan are now in Australia for the Invictus Games and their big tour. And Meghan's arrived holding a folder in front of her stomach.
1: Tell <laughs> us about that. <laughs> Operation Folder. Look, I saw it and I thought, oh, you wonderful woman, you've been doing your homework on Australia. And I'm thinking, oh, yes, you're um, checking out Foliage and all our charities and whatnot. But of course, no, Royal Watchers have decided that she is absolutely pregnant and that she's carrying the folders in front of her stomach which is going to be a tall order over 16 days and 73 events so she's going to carry that the whole way. I think it's interesting she has been, obviously we saw at Eugenie's wedding she was wearing um, a a coat which she didn't undo she's not going up on the harbour bridge with Harry later in the week and there's been some talk about Fiji, that's absolutely unconfirmed but whether or not she makes it over there or not, obviously the reason for not going to Fiji is uh, fears of the Zika Virus uh, with pregnant women, and it's an action-packed schedule. Tell us about the highlights, Ange. Do you know it really is? This is 16 days, 73 events. There's thought to be at least three changes of clothes each day. I mean, can you just imagine the luggage um, and and the handbags and the and the styling and everything? So it's a full-on tour. It really is, and it's a tour designed for a couple rather than a family or for a single person visit like Harry has done so this is taking into account all of their various interests with um, mental health uh, the environment wildlife they're opening a new science institute. There's Taronga Zoo. There's dance and theatre. They're going to various places. So on later in the week, we'll see them go to Dubbo, where they're going to meet the Royal Flying Doctor Service. They're having a picnic in the park. Uh, Thursday, Melbourne, where they're going to uh, a reception at Government House. Uh, they're, then they're going on a tram, apparently, uh, which is... Uh, I saw one person on Twitter say, good luck at getting a Mickey card. Well, they have to have a Mickey card for their travel. And then later in the week, obviously, iconic Bondi Beach, which they're meeting a surf group and there's a mental health initiative that they're going to be involved with there. Then, of course, at the weekend, the Invictus Game starts and they are going to Cockatoo Island. There's also the opening of the event at Sydney Opera House. So amazing number of events that they're going to. I think, you know, they obviously want to get out there and meet people. There's lots of opportunities for the public to meet them. And I, th- I think what's really interesting about this tour is that it's unlike tours of old where the public could watch from the sidelines there's going to be plenty of opportunities to to meet them and obviously there's huge interest in this couple so I think it's going to be huge success. I'm sure it will be very hard-working royals I'm impressed so
0: tell us about the trip to the zoo.
1: The zoo Taronga Zoo is always held a um a fond place in the royals itinerary as we know Kate and Wills when they came over they went to the zoo and George was George was little then um and he met animals and he was given a fluffy toy and you know I I think it's the point of view of the zoo is that they're very interested in wildlife and very interested in conservation but it's also kicking off the itinerary with that it allows them to have amazing views of sydney and obviously if you're coming into a, a city for the first time you know we do want to showcase what the city looks like sadly the rain on that first day wasn't so great but um hopefully it'll improve
0: <laughs> oh, hope so
1: And they're also visiting farmers in Dubbo and there's a picnic apparently, is that right? Yes, and the public have been invited to this picnic. Now we know that, yeah, Megan's involved with food. We know from the Grenfell Towers... um, uh project that she did with uh women who had been affected by the fire in that building in London that she had put out a cookbook with the women it went to number one in the bestseller list Amazing. Um, she wrote that a beautiful forward to it saying how much food brings people together and I think this is very much the the theme of the dubbo event as well where that you know the public are invited Megan and Harry will be there also not so formal you know if you're going to a picnic it's not like sitting at one after another high tea, you know high teas and and proper official dinners with yeah. three courses it's nice and relaxed for them it allows for a different type of conversation i think
0: yes definitely and Bondi beach promises to be the scene of a rather special event
1: well what's happening when they go to Bondi is that they'll be doing a walkabout so uh if you're down there in your bathers you might get to see them they're meeting local surfers and they're, uh, they're doing a mental health uh charity event obviously we know that kate william and harry have been in a very unprecedented fashion, have talked about mental health. Harry has talked a lot about his struggles with mental health after his mother's death, and he's talked about having therapy. This is a very important cause to the royals. They want to promote the fact that that it should be destigmatized, and it seems that along the way, you know, there's barely a month that goes past where one of them, Kate, William, Harry, and now Meghan, are not involved in talking about this in some capacity. And by doing so, they are destigmatizing the issue. And of course, here they are. Are, you know they're not letting a royal tour go by without touching on that um, subject, which is obviously very dear to the younger royals.
0: Yeah, and no, it's lovely that they shared their journey with us.
1: And we hear Harry plans to climb the Harbour Bridge. He does. He's apparently going to go up there with the Prime Minister. Wow. So I'm more interested to see ScoMo go up there than I am <laughs> Harry. I think Harry will leap up there in about three steps. Definitely. Um, I just can't wait for that official photo in those grey um, boiler suits. Aren't they hideous? <laughs> They're going to raise the Invictus flag obviously, and um, and then that afternoon, uh, Harry meeting Bill Shorten at Admiralty House. So, you know, making sure we're seeing both sides of the uh, political spectrum.
0: Fantastic! And Harry started the Invictus Games. What's um, the significance to him?
1: The Invictus Games is very significant and and very very important to Harry. He started it four years ago. There is going to be about five hundred athletes performing this year. There's, it's a multi sport event, and it's for injured and disabled personnel from the armed services. I think the word Invictus is a, a beautiful word. It's Latin for unconquered and undefeated. And if you watch any of the sport, it is absolutely breathtaking. What people can do when so their b- bodies yeah. have been maimed and and hurt it's a incredible event it's very dear to his heart and as we saw last year in Canada it's something that Megan's taken on board as well she went to both the opening and closing ceremonies and her mother in fact um obviously Doria Raglan this is before the engagement went along with them and uh it's something that I think Harry you know he feels very proud of for a long time he was seen as this sort of irresponsible royal there were lots of things partying um the naked photos this is him with honor, this is him, the dignified prince. This is him growing up, and it's very authentic, very meaningful for him yeah, because of his his time in the in the armed services himself. And this couple was the most famous in the world. Why do you think they've captured everyone's attention? <laughs> <laughs> to be very blunt about it, Meghan's beauty. She is very very beautiful, and I think that she the um, the fact that she was a celebrity beforehand, we knew her in suits. The notion of a celebrity marrying uh, a member of the royalty as per Grace Kelly, is, is is almost sort of, a you know, it's adding further sprinkles on the, the really fairy is. tale. She's very fashion forward. We're interested in what she wear, wears. She's got that American ease as an actress. She speaks. We saw her a few weeks ago speaking completely without notes, which is fairly unprecedented for the royal family. They generally have notes. They stick to a script. She didn't even have notes and she just stood up. At, this is at the Grenfell Tower um, cookbook launch. She spoke, you know, very naturally. She holds a room beautifully um, uh, she's clearly incredibly in love with him um she, you know they're, they're very affectionate with each other I think that um you know people project onto them we've always loved Harry as well you know Harry is the rogue prince he's a little bit naughtier than William you know William, like that, William's the heir Harry's the spare and he's <laughs> been uh, he's he's been less repressed because of that and I think we're I also think when we look back at Harry all of us see that little twelve-year-old boy walking behind his mother's coffin, and so we have this tremendous affection and feeling of goodwill for him, and the fact that he's met someone he so obviously loves. I think there's just a sense of we hope for them. We we have tremendous hope we really for them. Do.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And what designers can we expect to see Megan wearing? I think this is going
1: to be really interesting. This is this must be so hard for her so hard. because you know you need to wear are Australian designers. We know that Alex Perry has sent dresses over to Canada oh, where really Jessica, Jessica Mulroney, Megan's friend from Canada and stylist, is uh, where she lives. And she's uh, purported to be coming over with her husband Ben on this trip. You'll remember that their children were page boys and flower oh, yes. girls at, at Megan and Harry. Harry's wedding. It, it'd be interesting. We know she's already worn Camilla and Mark. She's already worn and used an Oriton handbag. I think it'll be interesting. And I think... Much like Kate, who very much uh, embraced Australian designers when she was here for a royal tour. Uh, depends a lot on the weather as well. We might be seeing a few raincoats. so Hopefully that'll clear up for them. But yes, I think the lovely thing is we've seen Megan in a lot of um, fairly structured pieces. Obviously going to uh, the Pacific Islands, it's a lot less structured. They'll be wearing more free-flowing outfits. And I think we'll get to see another side of her in this oh, climate so. down down under. It's also on a real, royal tour, you know, we tend to see a lot more colour, Um, We're coming into, you know, we're spring. Hopefully we'll have the weather. I think it'll be lovely to see her in a bit more colour.
0: And how will this tour differ from previous Royal Tours? Um, Royal observers say they will be the world's most successful charitable workers. What do you think about
1: that? I think that's true. I think that these two have positioned themselves. They are not... Likely to have to rule Britain, you know they're not going to actually make it to the throne. I think what's interesting about them is that they have to be purposeful and they have to earn their place in the royal family. And I think they very much well The partnership from the very start, we know from that very first meeting between Harry and Meghan that they their humanitarian work was what connected them. And I think we're going to see a lot of that. We have the Diana effect with Meghan, the way that she holds. People's attention—the way that she, that smile, that actually, you know, that sort of megawatt smile—I think that um, while Kate and William are very much, you know, heirs to the throne, they're breeding, (laughs) you know, very rapidly and um, enthusiastically, it would seem. I think we're watching Harry and Meghan looking at what their role will be in the world, and I think it will be a far more Angelina Jolie-style charitable, humanitarian role for Meghan. But it's also—it's very authentic. It's very much what they do genuinely believe in and what they do want to do. And I think that this tour will be marked by that. Yeah, sure. And ha- has this year's Royal Weddings
0: been the nail in the coffin for the Republican movement?
1: We haven't any- heard anything about the Republican <laughs> uh, movement for a long time now, have we? It's, it's been uh, no, we very much in favour of the Royal's. I mean, you think of a chat television podcast like this, newspapers, digital sites, everybody is captivated by this, this couple and the Royal family as a whole. And I think the interesting thing is that um, on the back of the television programme, The Crown, there's a new understanding of the Royal family. We've seen a lot of history told in that dramatised recreation uh, recreation of the of the royal story, there's a lot of empathy and sympathy for the Queen through a greater knowledge of what she went through, both um, both as a royal and as a woman, as a mother, as a sister to Princess Margaret, the decision she had to make. I think people are very informed now about the royal family and I think there's if not a, a sort of out and out love of them, there's certainly a respect for this woman who has held together this family and uh, the monarchy for such a long time. I mean, she's, she's reigned for longer than any other monarch that we've seen, any other king or queen. I think there's a genuine respect for them and I think that the fact that we've got these working royals beneath that top tier... They're actually earning the keep. And I think our our respect for them has grown accordingly. We also don't have the nastiness and the backfighting of the Diana Fergie years. You know, the Queen had three divorces of her of four her, of her children. We've got a very unified royal family. As I've said before, they get on with each – appear to get on with each other. They appear to support each other. It may not always be the case. I think that in the future, we you know, we won't see all the, of these, these marriages last – That's just life. But I think that for now, the Queen is in a golden phase and and it's well earned.
0: very much so. Thank you so much for your time
1: today, Angela. That was all absolutely
0: amazing. And thank you for listening to the New Idea Royals. Don't forget to subscribe today so you don't miss out on our next episode. For daily updates, please head to our website, newidea.com.au or our New Idea Royals Facebook page.